This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, it's all about your teeth, how to keep them healthy, basically how to keep them, and uh, how having a healthy mouth uh, can mean you avoid some pretty serious illnesses as well. That's coming up with the folks from BC Perio. We'll talk to Dr. Ron Zokel, uh, one of the professionals there at BC Perio. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. RCMP, they're giving UBC students a failing grade when it comes to social distancing. This past week, University RCMP handed out 5000 and $60 in fines to students at the campus for violating uh, health orders restricting social gatherings. That's two $2,300 fine to the organizers of these gatherings and a couple of personal $230 fines. University RCMP and UBC officials have been trying to educate and warn students for several months about not gathering in big groups around campus, but it's obviously not working. And this is the first time University RCMP have announced fines and UBC officials are now saying that students may face no non-academic disciplinary actions from the university. Meantime, provincial health officer Dr. Bonnie Henry said this past Tuesday that 40% of exposures right now are linked to gatherings. That includes a recent trivia night at a pub in Port Moody where 50 people were gathered and 15 people ended up testing positive for COVID-19. People in Port Coquitlam will still be able to gather, well, in small groups and drink outside in the park after temporarily allowing people to enjoy an alcoholic beverage in a few parks this past summer in Port Coquitlam. Uh, they have now made it permanent. Poco's mayor says people will be able to enjoy an alcoholic beverage at seven different parks in the Poco area. Brad West says the success comes after treating adults like adults and allowing uh, people to do what many other parts of the world have been doing for years. Uh, West says they had one noise complaint in one park and it happened in the first week of this pilot project. Uh, so now that is permanent. A woman in the Terra Nova area in Richmond wants her coffee hangout back. After the Starbucks in that area around number one in Westminster Highway in Richmond closed its doors at the beginning of the month, Vicki Morell had started a petition demanding that, uh, first of all, that the Starbucks remained open. That didn't work. But now she wants the petition to demand that that space be open with someone else pouring the coffee instead of just letting it sit there empty. More than 300 Starbucks across Canada have shut their doors, perhaps some just temporarily until after COVID, but there are a lot of locations like it around the Lower Mainland. They're closed up tight with brown wrapping paper now covering the windows. Morell says it's left an eyesore in her community and they need to vacate and let another company uh, serve coffee in that space. She had previously started a, position, a petition demanding that they keep that location open, as I say, but that didn't work. She says it was a meeting place for the close-knit Terra Nova community. And that's uh, your headlines from the past week on Vancouver Consumer. And when we continue, we're going to talk about how your dental health can affect your overall health 
That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong on CKNW, and it's time to talk about our health, namely our oral health or our our dental health. And the place to go is BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centre. They're at 777 West Broadway. You can go to bcperio.ca to learn about all the things that BC Perio does. And when you go to the BC Perio website, uh, you can uh, click on the uh, About Us page and, and see the, the people involved, and you'll see the smiling face of Dr. Ron Zokel. And uh, Dr. Ron uh, is here with us now. Hi, how are you doing, Ron? Hi, Martin. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Excellent, excellent. And uh, you're always uh, always busy. I'm going to ask you, I'll ask you later about uh, what you've been up to in terms of, because you're a teacher as well as a dentist. But let's talk, first of all, about implant dentistry, because I, I think most people know what a dental implant is. Do you think that's true? Do you, do you ever meet people who have no idea about the technology of dental implants? It's unusual to find somebody who's not aware of it today. When we were treating people with dental implants uh, 35, 40 years ago, then there was a lot of questions as to what a dental implant was. And today, that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. And you you mentioned that uh, uh, it's the second oldest profession, dental implants, because (laughs) how, how old, how far back do dental implants go? Well, we have evidence in mummies of dental implants being placed about 4,000 years ago in China. And there is suggestions that it might even go further than that. But wow. the Incas back in 600 AD, definitely placing implants. So we go back a long ways. The success rates weren't particularly spectacular, but uh, they were doing them. I'm guessing it would have been painful back then. I would presume that's true. Yeah. So what, what did they do? Do you have an idea of how they did it? Well, they used a lot of different materials, coral being one of them, for example. So they take a coral shell and they would shape it and pound it into the extracted or lost tooth socket. And, um, and of course, the edge of the coral could be used as a biting edge of the tooth and so on and so forth. Wow. And, and then it would somehow grow into your own bone. So, sort of. Well, sure. And this is where the success rate comes in. So a lot of the failure occurs when you get a bacterial infection associated with that implant, be it coral or whatever you put in, and and there's excessive bone loss and that implant fails. Uh, same thing with coral. And you had less opportunities and techniques and a knowledge base that would limit the amount of complications you have with the implant. So their success rates back then were really quite poor. Yeah. So I think we're scaring people. So let's move forward a few (laughs) thousand years. People go visit BC Perio. They uh, set up an appointment at bcperio.ca and it's a, it's, it's a heck of a lot nicer. (laughs) Because if you look at their, their space where you're sitting, it's very, it's painless and uh, they can give you a a new tooth in a day uh, for one thing. We can talk about that, but what, I mean, describe uh, dental implant technology today. What is so special about what BC Perio does with dental implants today? Well, I think you have probably some of the most sophisticated clinicians, both in surgery and prosthetics, uh, working at BC Perio, which is really, really kind of cool. And uh, we collaborate oh, every time we sit down together, we'll chat and communicate back and forth. But that's between the clinicians. What really has made a difference is the materials that we're using. Uh, And about 35, 40 years ago, uh, titanium was 
identified as a material that can be used for a dental implant. And one of the things that happens is that the we recognize that the body doesn't recognize titanium as a foreign material. Therefore, it doesn't have an inflammatory reaction to the titanium itself. And, uh, and that has been a major, major improvement in the success rates of implants. Yeah, and I, I guess that clearly is the one thing that uh, you, you have to avoid is infection. Well, consider that the mouth has oh, approximately 600 microorganisms at any given time. Uh, some of them significantly pathogenic, but they're few in number. And if you maintain the oral health, you're fighting against this type of environment, which can cause an inflammatory reaction for anything we do in dentistry. And our goal is to limit that and do the procedures that provide the best opportunity for long-term health and stability. And you've, you've got that down to uh, a science, and uh, you also can do teeth in one day, which is very impressive because uh, I, I have one dental implant in my mouth, and it was a, it was a very long process. This was done a long time ago, um, but now you can do teeth in one day. Well, uh, we could do it back 20, 30 years ago too, but we never had the success rates back then. But today, that's the opposite is true. In fact, when we take, uh, let's say, uh, a complete mouth of that's had really bad teeth with a lot of disease, we can literally remove the teeth and the disease, all the disease material, put the dental implants in and put teeth on it all in the same day. So you walk out with a beautiful set of teeth. Yeah, and more importantly, uh, like you just said, you get rid of the disease, the gum disease, and we're learning so much more. Just this morning, I was online, and there was an article in The Economist uh, linking with, with they, they linked gum disease to Alzheimer's, and that's something you've been talking about for a while. Well, quite a while, actually. And there's a, a friend of mine, a dentist in San Diego, who's been doing the research. And back about eight to 10 years ago, he got permission from patients who were in their last days of Alzheimer's disease. And uh, they got permission from the families to be able to do research on their brain immediately after their passing. And he found in all, every single case he studied there 100 of the cases there were oral microorganisms specifically oral spirochetes in each of the brain sections of these uh people who passed away from alzheimer's disease wow that and and it, it's not just alzheimer's and and dementia but they've been talking about uh heart attacks and heart disease for a long time it, it affects the body in like the entire body in a very holistic way am i am i right you are absolutely right. We've speculated on this for a long time, but about three, three and a half, four years ago, the medical research caught up with what we speculated in dentistry, and it reported a definitive and definite correlation between gum disease and microorganisms related to gum disease, finding themselves into arterial walls, into affecting different uh, org organs, organs in the body, leading to cardiovascular disease uh, and stroke and heart attacks, simply put. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, 777 West Broadway. Um, and we're talking about a lot of different kind of gross things, all the sort of uh, the, the bacteria and, and all that kind of stuff. Let's talk about when, when a client comes to BC Perio and maybe they do have some gum disease, they've got a missing tooth and they get an implant in a day 
or they they get they, they get their smile back. What is what have you seen with with customers and people uh, in terms of their overall mental health? Uh, having a new smile, how impactful is that? I think it's incredibly impactful. When patients come into our office, it's it's reg- normally due to aesthetics or pain. And although there are other pressing issues from time to time, but that constitutes the majority of concerns for patients who are coming in. And and it does make a, a huge impact. And uh, our goal when we see a patient for the first time is try to understand their priorities, where they envision their condition to be and what it's doing for the rest of their life. Then we add to that the information we uh, gained through our examination, and we try to bring them up to date as to where they stand with their dental health and and perhaps get a consensus with them as to how they would like to move forward. And as I, I don't know if it's older people or, or people of all ages, but what are some of the signs that maybe your uh, dental health, uh, gum health is not what it should be? What are some of the symptoms? God, you could could be looks of the gums themselves, if they're red and inflamed, if they bleed. Uh, mouth odors often will have a factor in there. If there's pain, uh, all of these things that lead you to have a sense that something's wrong are, are that's visible or have an odor to them, for example, are all things that can be looked at. Yeah, the dreaded halitosis. <laughs> do, well, that's the trait. Do do people come in literally, you know, saying, "Hey, I have bad breath. I need to fix it. Can you help me?" Usually, that's not the primary criteria. Normally, they'll see other issues and they'll have other problems with discomfort and pain uh, before they'll come in for the halitosis. Right, and uh, they come in, and uh, what's the most the the teeth in one day is is fascinating to me with the implant technology that BC Perio has. Um, what's the most teeth you've done in one day, <laughs> Doctor Ron? Uh, Twenty eight. <laughs> is that true? It, I, I, teeth in one day. Excuse me. Those are implants in one day in one mouth. Yeah. Uh, but teeth in a day, we can do. One to two full arches, I suppose, would be a very, very full day. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and that would change someone's life overnight. Uh, literally. Mm-hmm. And, and let's talk about some of the other uh, options that people have with BC Perio, uh, because it, it doesn't have to be an individual, uh, an individual tooth. You have other sort of ways of doing I, I forget what it's called. It's like a, it's not a bridge, but it's... It, it's like an implant, a group of implants. <laughs> yes. Well, it depends on the state of deterioration and of the mouth. And, and that's one of the things that's different from person, uh, one person to another when they come in. And the process is to evaluate where they stand in that stage of deterioration. Some people come in, they got one tooth, that's a problem, and we'll deal with the one tooth, but we'll confirm that other aspects of their dental health are stable. Other people they'll have a complete system deterioration and where dental disease is carried on for a long period of time. And there are very, very few teeth that can be saved and expected to last a decent amount of time. And in those cases there, we'll, we'll look at the options of possibly removing all the teeth in, in that particular jaw, uh, remove the disease, as we mentioned before, place enough implants to support a complete set of teeth and put that complete set of teeth on all in that one day. 
Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's incredible technology, and Dr. Ron Zokel is at the forefront. He is one of the dentists at BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Uh, they have a location 777 West Broadway, or you can go to bcperio.ca. You can give them a call at 604-872-0222. And uh, you, yeah, I mean, you, you do, I mean, you specialize in implants. That's sort of the, what what you do best, but you do a lot of different things at BC Perio. It's an overall uh, dental health uh, one stop. Yeah, and I thank you for saying that because that's really the criteria. While we have a, a level of expertise with dental implants, our primary goal is the health of the patient, and dental implants lead to that as an endpoint. So for, for our purposes, our goal is to understand the nature of the disease process, what our patients would like to accomplish, and, and, and see whether or not we can come to an agreement as to which direction to take. And just because... We feel that there is a solution that we envision doesn't necessarily mean that the patient's going to move in that direction. So we have to marry their expectations and priorities with what we observe in the way of dental disease. And I guess there are a lot of different options for uh, any set of circumstances for people. Oh, for sure. Uh, If you're missing your first tooth, you have one option is to do nothing. It's always an option for everybody who comes in. They can... They can understand what we recommend for them, but they don't have to be treated. That's their choice. Other areas, we can do what we call fixed bridge, which is what we did before implants became so exceptionally predictable. Uh, You can do partial dentures, removable partial dentures. So there's a lot of different approaches we can take, some better than others, of course. Right. But uh, the implants are always a good option. And... uh BC Perio is the place to go if you want to get a a dental implant. Uh, They specialize in teeth in a day, and you can give them a call at 604-872-0222. bcperio.ca is the website. Uh, They're at 777 West Broadway. They also have a a location in Coquitlam, uh, 1175 Johnson Street. And we're talking to Ron Zokel, Dr. Ron Zokel. He's one of the dentists at BC Perio. And when we come back, he's got some great advice on how to make sure that your teeth are not only shining and bright, uh, but also healthy on the inside, keeping your entire insides healthy. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and we have our old friend, Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio, BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They're at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. You can go to bcperio.ca. They also have a location on Johnson Street in Coquitlam, and uh, you can also give them a call at 604 872 And Dr. Ron Zokel, whenever we talk to you, Ron, you're always uh, doing these interesting uh, uh, conventions and conferences. These days, they're all online. But uh, what what have you been doing lately? What have you been talking about? What have you been teaching? Different applications today using Zoom or various types of webinar opportunities. Uh, I've 
taken I've taken part in a number of conferences over time. The American Academy of Implant Dentistry gone online and listened to a lot of the lectures. But also, we're preparing for a conference that's supposed to be held in Vancouver this coming September. And I happen to be the president of the Canadian Academy of Restorative Dentistry and Prosthodontics this year. A dubious honor considering <laughs> we the influence of COVID nineteen. But uh, we're we're assembling meetings that could go physical or could go virtual and we don't know yet and um, we'd love it to be the case where we can all intend and see each other and say hi again bump elbows and but there's a possibility that may happen so all these lectures are going to also be held virtually and the lecturers will uh, come in and on a broadband width and lecture live to the group and we'll probably have a couple hundred people on the on the video Casts, and uh, that's how we're doing our con continuing education today. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seems like that's what's special about BC Perio is you are on the cutting edge of technology. You take that very seriously, uh, knowing what's coming in the future in dentistry and being able to practice that. Well, yes, and a number of the doctors at BC Perio are key opinion leaders in various areas of technology and services that are provided within the field, uh, be it implant technology or laboratory technologies and things like that. So their opinions are sought after worldwide, and and they are influencers as well. And this is this is really valuable because we are able to then see some of the very very leading edge material that's coming out and probably have the opportunity to evaluate it before the great majority of other dentists. Start start using it. Um, sure. So let, let's talk about what's coming around the bend for dentistry. What excites you the most? What are some of the technological <laughs> advancements that you think are, are going to revolutionize uh, how people deal with their teeth? Well, I've been shocked already just to see what's happened in my career, during my career because uh, when I started... Really, implants were not very successful. Since then, we've had technology and implants become a massively improved predictable solution for us. We're able to treat mouths more comprehensively along with that. But then also the technology boost that's come up with 3D radiology, we call CT scans or cone beam CT scans in the dental field, which allow us to see more, see more accurately, diagnose better, understand what's actually happening much easier than we did before. And therefore, we're able to diagnose and treatment plan solutions with much more accuracy than we're able to do before. Right. So, oh, go ahead. Yeah. And I think between that, and you talk about laser technology and how that's influenced our surgical and some of our prosthetic procedures. There's just a massive number of things happening. So when you ask me what's going to happen in the future, I just have no idea. <laughs> but, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going places. I just don't know where. And you just know that teeth are going to last longer and it's going to be less of less painful to get it done. I think that's a reasonable statement. Uh, most of everything we do, both surgically and prosthetically today, have minimal discomfort. And that's always nice to be able to reassure your patients. And they may not accept that as a truth, but until such time as they actually have the work done and then they realize how, how painless it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, myself included, uh, it's more the fear of the unknown. And then when I go and then I get it done, especially at BC Perio, it, it, it didn't hurt that much. That's true. That's common. 
Yeah. So uh, BC Perio is what we're talking about, bcperio.ca. Uh, Dr. Ron Zokel is our guest. And uh, you you have such a nice manner. You're such a, a, <laughs> a friendly guy. How do you deal with people when, when people come in and they're white-knuckling the chair and they're, they're like, how, how, do you, how do you get people to just relax? Well, that's a tough one. I think part of it is is having the ability to listen very, very well and interpret body language, recognize uh, people when they do have anxiety and, and say that it's okay. It's all right to be anxious. Uh, and we understand why, and we understand it's not easy to deal with and do, we'll do everything we can to put you at ease. Mm-hmm. And then you pull out the laser. You mentioned the laser <laughs> I, and I forgot to ask when you, you, you said uh, laser technology, how are lasers used in dentistry? Oh, good Lord. You need several days to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> lasers. Lasers. And laser is culminated light. Uh, and it's derived from a lot of different materials. And each has a specific wavelength. I think we're getting a little bit more technical than we need to. But what it means is that it affects different tissues of the body in different ways, depending on what kind of a laser you have. So depending on whether you do a soft tissue procedure or a hard tissue procedure, Lasers can be used to very, very accurately reshape tissues, move uh, bone around, if you will, dissolve it, uh, help rebuild it. There's, there's a lot of different applications for laser technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just sounds very high tech. Um, and let's, let's go low tech. Let's talk uh, caring for your teeth on a day-to-day basis. Uh, are, are you uh, a proponent of the electric toothbrush or, or is, a, <laughs> is a manual toothbrush just as good? Well, I've, uh, I, personally, right off the top, I'll say this. As an electric toothbrush on, on an even comparison between a manual toothbrush is always going to be a little bit better. Having said that, I've told people I really don't care if you use a whisk broom to clean your teeth as long as you get the job done. And uh, therefore, somebody who with a very, very effective uh, use of a hand toothbrush can often be better than the electric toothbrush. But that same person using an electric toothbrush would get a better result. Right. So it's, it's about massaging the gums at the gum line, all that stuff? Hey, that's, a, that's really an interesting statement you just made because what I tell my patients is a little different than what a lot of dentists, I think, tell theirs. What I say, don't worry about brushing your teeth. Brush your gums. Brush that area of the gums where it connects with the tooth or the implant for your implant. Once you do that, you're focusing on the area that's most critical. And not don't worry about the teeth, worry about the gums. Right. That's very interesting advice from Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And how often should people go see you at BC Perio? Every six months? It depends on their nature of their dental health and their skill in their oral hygiene. We have people who come and see us once a year and they are right, prim, perfect, 100%. We just say, goodbye, see you next year. And other people who come back every three to four months because they have active periodontal disease and they need constant care and help. Mm-hmm. So so people, do a lot of people have trouble spots? Like they'll have one part of their gum line which is constantly inflamed. Is that a, a typical problem? <laughs> it, we see that occasionally too because you remember brushing is a neuromuscular habit and and if you don't have a little feedback as to how you're doing with your cleaning, you might find that if you miss one particular area on a regular basis, it's like never having cleaned that area at all for weeks or months. 
and therefore you can have a problem in that specific area. So making sure that your brushing is effective everywhere in your mouth is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Dr. Ron Zokels with BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centre, bcperio.ca. And uh, we should talk a little bit more about the implant technology because you are state of the art when it comes to putting new teeth into people's mouth, you, mouths. You, you also do teeth in a day. And give me a typical example of, of why someone would need an implant. Well, implants are, are valuable for people who have specific missing teeth all teeth, one tooth, or, or a good many of them. One thing I think is important to recognize is that if a tooth has been lost, there's a reason for it. And often it'll be gum disease, it could be tooth fracture, it could be a number of things. But usually there's a disease process associated with that area of tooth loss. And we got to evaluate that too, because if we put a dental implant in without correcting the injury to the bone and the gum tissue, we'll have a product that may not last as long as you'd like it to. So we got to take a look at the big picture on that. And what's the difference between uh, getting a root canal and getting an implant? Do some people opt when they <laughs> could have a root canal, or do they? What's the difference? Well, the the root canal itself is removal of the nerve or dead nerve material in the center of the tooth, and filling it up uh, in a way that allow the tooth to remain healthy and stable for years, if not maybe the rest of uh, your life. Uh, and it's my opinion that a natural tooth with a root canal, stable root canal, is going to be more valuable than a dental implant. Now, there's some people who might believe otherwise, but that's the reality in my world is that if it's my tooth and I have the option of either taking the tooth out or putting or doing a root canal, I'm going to do the root canal. Right. Yeah, because I, I've heard, I, I, don't, I, I don't, almost don't want to get into this because I, I'm, I just don't know enough. But I hear all these, this talk about uh, a root canal uh, not being a, a, a solution sometimes because there remains bacteria in it. Yeah, well, that goes down to some science uh, many years ago called the focal point theory. And, and what happened, somebody said that, well, because you don't remove completely 100% of the inflammatory process in a root canal, that it's not healthy and a dental implant's better. And that has been refuted, completely mm -hmm. refuted. Um, we, we know that dental, uh, dental implants, while they're valuable, are good if a tooth cannot be saved. But a good, healthy, stable root canal can serve a person very, very well and ideally the rest of their life. Yeah. And the, the bottom line is uh, your, the health of your mouth dictates your overall health in many different situations uh, holistically. And uh, that's why you need to go to the professionals at a place like BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, and go see Ron Zokel. And uh, I mean, what, do you, you, what's a typical day like for you? What kind of problems do you see? Do you see that one particular problem a lot or is it everything in a day? Uh, I think we do have a cross-section of people we'll see, but one of the very common things that I'll see is I, I have a number of dentists, when they have a patient who has a tooth that's failing and has to be removed, uh, I'll often get that referral and be asked to remove the tooth and the disease and put a dental implant in. And sometimes we'll complete the, uh, the crown on the implant ourselves, and, and many times we'll send it back to the referring dentist. So we work hand-in-hand -hand with our referring dentists as well as treat patients completely within our office. 
And that's why uh, BC Perio is the place. You can uh, go to their website. I recommend bcperio.ca. See what they're about and uh, go in for a consultation and uh, they can look at your mouth, your overall health, and uh, they can get it right. And uh, if you want to go there, they're at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. They're also in Coquitlam on Johnson Street, 1175 Johnson Street. And uh, you can give them a call, 604-872-0222. Well, Dr. Ron Zokel, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for talking to us this afternoon. Thank you, Martin. So it's been a pleasure as well. Ron Zokel, one of the professionals, the doctors, the dentists at BC Perio. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we continue, we're going to ask Andrew. All right. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and it's time to ask Andrew. And Andrew, you're too young, I'm sure. But do you remember when you didn't have to pay to park downtown on the weekends? It was free on Saturday and Sunday. That sounds made up. Yeah, it does. That sounds incredibly made up. Yeah, no, it was it was free on the weekends. But that, of course, changes, and now you have to pay all the time. And uh, it's going to get easier, though. You were telling me about uh, Google getting involved in paying for parking. Yeah, so this is all, you know, brand new out of the States. And so generally, when features on Google come out in the States, people start to go, okay, well, it's only a matter of time uh, before it comes to Canada. But what's happened, uh, and this is only on Android, so you know, if you're an Apple user, you might have to pump the brakes on this a little bit. But <laughs> I don't know anybody who uses an iPhone. Oh, me neither. Um, but this is only an Android thing. But again, like with a move to pos- like a possible move to Canada, it's kind of an eventuality that you know it'll probably get ported across. Right. Uh, but what Google has done uh, is they've given you a way uh, within Google Maps uh, to pay for your parking and your public transit. Without having to go through any middleman, right? Right. So, for instance, if you're in a, if you know, you, if you want to do for pay parking on Google Maps, it's available. You know, Boston, L.A., New York, D.C., uh, over 400 cities actually. Um, so it's not like a. This isn't a small test or anything. This is widespread. Right. Um, and you know, if this ever comes to Vancouver, for instance, you know, you may be familiar with Pay by Phone, which you know you can download their app and pay for their, you know, and pay for your stall. Uh, wherever it may be in the city. Uh, Pay by phone also offers uh, services in the States, uh, in university campuses, um, and also is in Australia and New Zealand. But talk about stiff competition when you're, you know, when Google Maps decides to, you know, uh, drop the weights and say, and is going to enter the ring. Uh, That's a biggie. Um, For public transit as well, the Google Maps app, already offers payment for 80 tra- uh, public transit agencies around the world, none in Canada yet. But this could be another direction that TransLink may look to go uh, in making, you know, really at the end of the day, in making life easier, right? If you can upload your mobile card, your compass card in this case, uh, to your Google wallet, and you can pay with Google Maps, you can plan your trip and pay for it all in one go. Yeah. Right. Without having to do anything else. Seems very convenient. Well, exactly. And I, that, that's the that's the crux of this. As much as Google is a monolithic, faceless organization that scares me sometimes. Um, at the end of the day, if they can placate the masses uh, by making it easier for us to do everything, like if you're going to, you know, uh, if, if you're planning a trip and you're using Google Maps and you're using it to, you know, pay for parking, why would you use anything else? Right. You do everything you need to do within the one app. Um, so again, this is only in the States and this is 
quite literally brand new. Uh, this only really came out on Thursday. Um, but Canada and uh, an iOS version of this is probably coming in not too long. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. I, for one, welcome our Google overlords. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it seems like it'll get to the point in the future where you don't pay for anything. It just knows what you've done. And then at the end of the month, you got to pay your bill. That'd be horrifying, actually. But uh, I think that's the way we're going. That, that's horrifying. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you, Andrew. That's Andrew Ferreira, the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Saturday, 2 o'clock for Vancouver Consumer. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.